All right, everybody, hold on to your horses. Hold on to your big boy pants. Diaper up. I'm kidding. Um, you're listening to We Don't Watch Movies with Ooh. me, Kareen. And me, Monzi. Yes, I forgot my name. Because I was looking at you, Kareen, and immediately I was like, hey. Uh, I'm Monzi, and you're Kareen. I've had a rough day today at work. It's been a real long day. I feel that. <clears throat> um, I'm only cognizant because I took like a two-hour nap before this, so... My cat and I have been alone for a week now, almost a week, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's done with me. <laughs> I'm not good enough for him, and it's, that uh-huh. cuts real deep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. My cat is giving me deep emotional trauma that I didn't realize <laughs> I was going to have. Okay, oh, but yes, um, do you want to redo the thing, or we'll just, we'll just keep going. Okay. We'll just <laughs> keep it. I think it's funny. Okay. Um. So this week I'm talking about the movie Midnight from 1939. We had talked about a movie that I wanted to talk about and you wanted to sort of watch slash read about and I was like, don't, and then I forgot what it was and I've been yeah. really busy and stressed and tired so I didn't get to check it out. So I rewatched this movie um, a couple days, like uh, less than a week ago. I really like this movie. Um, and I'm like, I know Kareen has definitely never seen this movie. <laughs> definitely never have. <laughs> okay. Um, Kareen, I know you have no idea what this movie is about. But what do you I... think this movie is about? <laughs> Based off of the title. <laughs> Midnight, and yeah. it's 1939. I keep thinking of Midnight Express, but imagining the theme song from On Golden Pond. So we're doing great. Um, I don't know what any of that means. So we're doing a real great. Midnight. I think something is the movie is either about something that's going to happen at midnight, okay, or it is about something that only happens at midnight. Ooh, what only <laughs> happens at midnight? The witches um, come out. Um, the witches come out. Um, so I think. All right, let me come up with. I I keep thinking Midnight Express, so I'm just gonna say there's a train. So I'm gonna describe the plot of a movie that's probably not even related. Okay, I mean there I, is a train in this movie. So okay, great. Okay, so then I think someone, a guy or a woman, there's a guy and a woman. They're <laughs> taking the same train. They're like total opposites. Mm-hmm. Maybe the woman is like a down on her luck, desperate like person who's just like had the worst day whatever and she's like on this train to like get away from her woes or something like that and then the guy is like on the run or he's like on a regular business trip but it's like a hunky-dory kind of like business trip sort of Mm -hmm. thing so they're both on the same train they don't know each other they're both on the same train like sitting opposite each other and the train is a late train it's a red line so they're like doing an overnight train from, I don't know, like, New York to Chicago or some something like that. And then, um, at midnight, something happens. So the whole train ride is just them kind of getting to know each other, and then, like, their needs are conflicting with the other person's needs, which is where the conflict comes in. And then 
maybe they arrive at midnight. I don't know. At midnight, they fall in love. So, but then it's also the climax of the movie because what are what are they supposed to do? They they can't be together, but then somehow they either find a way to be together or it's like a dramatic no, we can't. Which I don't. Oh, maybe that could happen in a 1939 movie, but that's that's my guess. Something about a train. There's a man and a woman. Um, there's there's a romance plot, but then conflict because they can't really be together. But then they either do end up or they just like they're like, oh, we just had this amazing whatever moment at midnight that has changed our lives forever, and then we move forward as changed people, or are we changed or whatever? Mm. So that's that's my guess. Okay. 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 Um. All right. So. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I stopped listening. <laughs> um. But I'm sure it was not correct at all. Okay. Um, great. Because. The title isn't a good title, and it doesn't really tell you anything about the movie. It really doesn't. It does. I've got nothing to work on. Nothing. Absolutely do, nothing. Yeah. I think I'll do better after I see this trailer. Okay. 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 Yeah. So <laughs> let's just watch the trailer now. All right. Um, I send it to you. Okay. I have it. And let me know when. Okay. You've started. Um, I'm starting it now. Okay. Cinderella goes to Paris. <laughs> What? You remember is Cinderella, this, don't is you? Is this Cinderella? <laughs> you remember the Cinderella story? At midnight. Oh. Oh my god. They're really milking the Cinderella. Uh. I know. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> In the 30s? You can sleep in my place. You'll get an idea too. <laughs> I think I'm a little ahead of you, but I like that Yeah, you that are. Streamline Cinderella. I love Donovici in this movie. He's so cute. Ugh. Who's the actress? Claudia Colbert. Oh. I thought that was the name of the character. No, no, it's the name of the actress. Oh. They're really milking her in the Cinderella ties. Yeah. At midnight. They said the name. She's the actress that was in It Happened One Night. Okay. So they're just like, look at this really successful movie she was in. Mm -hmm. She's also in this movie. God. And funnily enough, I don't think anyone really remembers this movie. I just kind of found this movie one day in the library. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, let me check this out. Because I would ch like check out like a bunch of classic films from the library. Yeah. Like a nerd... Um, so, is my, there we go. Um, so yeah, so what do you think this movie is about, Karina? All right, now clearly... that you've seen the trailer. <laughs> I will say mm -hmm. that when I do hear the word midnight, Cinderella popped into my mind. That's the first thought you have is Cinderella. Okay, so but but I didn't pursue it because I was just it was just like a background like you were hey, like Cinderella that's too easy. I didn't even I didn't even like like it just popped up but not even as like this this maybe it's this it was just like a like a like a word association yeah 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 kind of yeah. When I'm like maybe something happens at midnight I'm like like in Cinderella how something mm. happens at midnight. Mm. <laughs> um, so clearly it's a. Uh, 
kind of a Cinderella retelling, yeah. but in the late 30s. What, mm-hmm. she gets stranded in Paris. Okay. Um, That's literally straight from yeah. <laughs> the narrator's mouth. I guess the movie starts at midnight and then continues on, so it's like after she's at the ball kind of thing. Even though the original Cinderella story it finishes with her marrying the guy, so I'm like, I don't know what they mean by it's picking up after it left off, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, at midnight. <laughs> I don't um, know what that means. I know. I'm like, I don't know. So, I guess... It looks like a love triangle situation. There's two suitors. She's got like a lovely old gay man as her fairy godfather. (laughs) Uh (laughs) He's He's not gay. He's just an alcoholic. (laughs) He's coming up queer coded just from the trailer. (laughs) Just from the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, like the flamboyant, helpful gay friend. He's European. (laughs) He's not gay. He's European. Europeans are queer coded. (laughs) (laughs) Here to hear first, uh, folks. Here first. The kissing, all the... Anyways. Um, so he's, like, trying to set her up with these... With one or two of these men. One of them, at least. He doesn't care which one. So, um... He doesn't care which one He's casting a wide net. He's like... He has no stakes in this race! He doesn't! He's, He's just here to help her. Um, so then she, I guess, she's trying to get back home... But she also needs to figure out, like, her situation in Paris. So from the trailer, it looks like she's about to spend the night with some guy. Maybe, like, he said, you're going to spend the night with me. But then she, like, cartwheels out of that situation. and ends She up cartwheels out of the situation. Let me get out of this car. <laughs> Woo! And then, oh, like, out of here. And then, and like, he ends up. such shock. He was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> And maybe she, like, ends up spending the night with the other guy. Um, I think it's just, like, a rom-com filled with hijinks. And she either ends up with... Obviously, either she's going to end up with one of them, which is very obvious. Or she will marry both of them, which would be very funny. Or she would marry neither of them, um, which would still be fine. So, I... There is this movie. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. Where I'm pretty sure the movie ends as a thruple. I haven't seen it, but it's like from this time period. Yeah. Um, from the 30s. It's got Gary Cooper in it, I think. Um, I need to look it up, but yeah. like it's like a whole like sex comedy or whatever. And I think she's with one guy, and then she's with the other guy. And I think at the end of the movie, they're like, well, why don't we just all be together, basically? I think. Yeah. Um, I need to find that movie. Yeah. Because I do want to see it. Um, that's not... <laughs> spoilers, that's not this movie. <laughs> Is this movie before the Hayes Code or during the Hayes Code? No, this would be after. After the Hayes After, Code. like, no, like, yeah. Like, the Hayes Code is still... Because the Hayes Code didn't come until, like, 1931, 2, okay. 3, somewhere around yeah. there. Um, once, like, talkies came about is when the Hayes Code also came. Because a lot of movies in, like, the 20s, I don't know if you noticed, some of them can be a little, like quote-unquote, like, salacious or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, like, the things they could get away with. And actually, the Hayes Code kind of, I wouldn't say helped, but it did make um, movies really interesting because writers, you know, and, like, directors would all try to find different ways to get away with things, mm-hmm. which is, you know, which made for clever writing and clever directing, clever, like, filmmaking, all that stuff. You're gonna have a lot of interesting, like, dialogue mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, a lot of innuendo and all this stuff, and, um, 
But yeah, I have to relook up the Hayes Code. Um, but yes, okay. So you're much, you're much closer this time. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why, but at least you had something to go off of. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you ready for the... Yes, I'm very, I'm very interested in, in hearing what this movie's about. Okay, all right, all right. So, like, the movie opens, like, it's, like, a rainy night in Paris, and, like, the security guard guy, like, the engineer is, like, looking through all the train cars, and he finds, like, um, Claudia Colbert, who plays Eve Peabody, um, she's, like, just sitting in a train car by herself, sleeping, and he wakes her up, he's like, hey, you gotta get out of here, this is the last stop. And she's like, oh, um, okay. Uh, and she's like, and this is Paris and it's raining? She's like, great. Um, and she uh, had just come from Monte Carlo. She doesn't have anything with her, just like the dress she's wearing, which is that fancy dress you saw her in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like a, what was it, like one franc? Like, she doesn't have any money on her or anything. Yeah. Um, and she just came from Monte Carlo, which she literally spent all her money on. I was going to say, like, she ran. gambled all she her gambled money on Monte Carlo. Yeah. So she has, like, no money and no place to stay, and she's, like, walking along the train station, and all these taxi drivers are like, taxi, taxi, do you want to ride? And she's like, no, 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 no. And then Don Amici, who plays Tybor, Tibor Cherney, we'll just call him Cherney, um, he, like, sees her, and he's like, well, she's, some, she's like, a hot lady, right? So he's like, hey, I'll give you a ride, I'll give you a ride. And she's like, look, I don't have any money, this is all I have. Right, it's like one franc, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, uh, I don't want to give you a ride. <laughs> and she's like, look, 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 I'll make you a deal. Um, you drive me around looking for a job, right? Mm-hmm. And when I get my job, I'll pay you double the fare. And he's like, so I get to drive you around to find a job. And she's like, yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, and she's like, okay, uh, I guess not. Um, but she's like, but you know, it's dumb because I need a taxi to find a job. But I can't get a job if I don't have a taxi and I don't have yeah. money. Um, so she, like, starts walking off. She, like, buys a newspaper to use as, like, an umbrella because she doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees her and he's like, oh, she's she's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, chase, like, chases her down. And by chasing her down, I mean, like, he drives, like, half a block. And he's like, just get in the taxi, whatever. So he starts driving her around. Um you know, looking for all these jobs at these nightclubs, and she's, like, looking through the newspaper for, like, mm-hmm. all the, you know, want ads for singers, and she's, like, a showgirl, like, a nightclub singer or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so he, like, takes her all these places, and all these places reject her, and she's all depressed, and he's, like, where to next? And she's, like, uh, I forgot, like, 40 francs or whatever. I don't know how much money. It's, like, 40 whatever dollars. We're gonna Americanize this shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like, that's too much, you know, just take me back to the train station. Um, he's like, what are you going to do at the train station? She's like, I'm going to go sleep there, whatever. And so he's like, well, uh, like, that doesn't sound good to me. So he's like, but he's going to buy her dinner. So they go to, yeah. like, this place where, like, all the taxi drivers hang out, like a taxi driver bar, basically, like a restaurant. And they're talking. And she talks about how she's, She's really into money, right? Like, she really wants to be, like, successful, quote-unquote, with money, right? Like, all the showgirls would end up with, um, you know, all these rich men, and she just end up with, like, the jazz player, like, the, you know... Yeah. The pianist or the sex The starving or, artist, yeah. Yeah, whatever, right? Like, and she's not into that. Um, and she's like, I almost got 
I almost had one once. Um, and he was like, what happened? She was like, well, uh, we were together and then his mother came to me and offered me a whole bunch of money to break off with him. And he was like, and you didn't take it, right? She's like, no, I did. That's why I, and then I went to Monte Carlo. Oh my and God, And I bet everything and she lost all of it. Oh my God. Um, and he's just like, oh my God, this woman's crazy, right? And he's like, you've got a terrible sense of like... <laughs> Your judgment is awful. Yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, um, she they're like dancing or whatever, and all these men start dancing with her, and he like gets upset, so he goes outside, and he, this other guy comes in, he's like, taxi, and all the taxi drivers run out, and then... The place is empty. She's like, what happened? He's like, uh, they're beating up that guy who asked for a taxi. And they're like, why? He's like, because I paid him to say it, but he doesn't need one. So <laughs> um, they get back into, like, the taxi. And she's like, uh, this isn't the way to the train station. He's like, no, you're going to sleep at my place tonight. And she's mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to sleep at your place tonight. He's like, no, it is. It's fine. I'll just finish the night shift. You stay there. And in the morning, you can just leave, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it because I know I'm just going to day and wait for you to come home and to thank you and then one night will become two nights and two nights will become you know like marriage mm -hmm. or whatever and he's like well what's wrong with that and she, <laughs> you know um she's like well because being poor isn't what i want to be right he's like mm -hmm. you don't know that like i make enough money to like get by like it's good for me like why isn't it good for you she's like because my parents were miserable and it didn't matter if they loved each other like they were just upset because there was never any money so he's like well he needs gas so he, like, stops to get gas, and while he's getting gas, she, like, jumps out of the car and, like, runs away. Um, because she doesn't want to end up in, is unfortunately, full of love marriage, but no money, poor life. This bitch uh, is the one with no money, and he's paying <laughs> for her. What does she mean? I want a rich husband. No, I don't want to stay with you because you don't have money, when she's the one with no money, and he's paying for her. She's a this bitch just wants, like, designer bags or something. Yeah, she does want designer bags. So, oh my God. she knows what she wants, and she's gonna get it. <laughs> she's a girl boss. <laughs> she's a girl boss. The original girl boss. <laughs> um, so, as she's, like, trying to get, like, um, out of the rain, because it's still raining, she sees, like, all these, like, rich people... Like, in their fancy outfits, they're heading to, like, some place, and she's like, well, I'm in a fancy outfit. Um, and so she, like, gets in line to go to this thing. Um, and everyone's like, ticket, you know, where's your admission card? And she's like, I don't have anything. But she has a pawn ticket for her suitcase. Um, uh... And so she, like, goes in there, and she just, like, hands it over. And they don't look at it. They're just like, it's good enough to just have it, right? Yeah. So she, like, goes in, and it's like a concert, like a class black tie classical concert, whatever. Yeah. So she's in there. And, like, some lady is doing some opera or whatever. She finds a seat. Um, and she starts taking off, like, her shoes, like, quietly, you know. Cause, um, and the guy, um, what's his name? Uh, played by... Guy? Yeah, John Barrymore. George, I think his name is. Um, he, like, sees her and he's like, this lady doesn't belong here, right? Like, he knows... Because he's rich, he knows everyone that comes to these things. She ought to him, she, to, yeah, to him, she obviously stands out. Yeah. Um, and so he's, like, watching her. Um, and then this other guy, I don't even know his name. Oh, Marcel. Um, notices her. Uh, but during, like, this concert, like, this other guy comes up to start, like, doing, like, a, like a piano piece. 
Um, and someone's like, is an Eve Peabody here? Someone got in here with the name Eve Peabody. Um, and no one, no one says anything. And, and Eve is looking around like, I wonder who could possibly be. Like, I don't know who could have gotten into this concert without an admission ticket, right? <laughs> um, and that, like, intrigues um, George even more. Um, and she's like, well, now is my time to leave. She, like, puts her shoes back on. She's trying to, like, sneak out. And this guy, Marcel, who is the actual queer character. <laughs> in this ah! You know, there's always, like, the queer best friend. Yeah. Even in the 1930s, they had that, but it was Well, that, that's what I was saying. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. the younger guy? Not yeah, the, the younger guy. guy. Okay. Not the one who, like, kisses her hand in the trailer, but the other okay. one, like, the thinner one. Okay. Um, he's like, oh, I noticed you as soon as you, we, you came in. And she was like, oh, why? He's like, don't worry about it. Um, so he, like, leads her away, and she thinks, like, this is it. They found out who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, and she actually is sent in to be the fourth in a bridge game. Don't know how to play bridge. (laughs) But apparently you need a fourth. Yeah. Um, and while she's there, she meets, um, what's her name? Helen, um, and Jack Pico. Um, and Helen is actually the wife of George. The guy that was noticing her. Yeah. And Jack Pico is just, like, he's a rich ladies guy, right? Like, he yeah. is, like, wooing everyone. And he and Helen are in an, having an affair. Okay. Okay, like, it's so obvious. Um, and so, they're they're like, oh, swinging. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, and so, when they introduce themselves, um, they're like, oh, what's your name? She's like, oh, it's, it's Cherney or whatever. So, she uses the taxi driver's name. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, like, remember everything. (laughs) Um, and Jack is, like, super interested in her all of a sudden. He's, like, dropped Helen, like, (laughs) like, whatever. And Helen is super jealous. So they're, like, they're playing this game. They're playing bridge. And George comes in. And he's, like, hey, that's the woman from before. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out, like, she left her purse on the table. He's, like, looking through it. There's, like, nothing in there. Um, and they're, like, just chatting, and when she gave the name Cherney, someone else was like, oh, you must be the wife of Baron Cherney or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and even George, that's George, is like, oh, so you're the wife of Baron Cherney, you know, how's the subway coming along? And she's like, oh, there's still, you know, rubble or whatever. Um, he's like, okay, and the game ends, and they're, like, down, like, Eve had lost, like, 10,000, like, 50. 4,000 francs or something. She's like, oh, no, I don't have any money, right? She's like, oh, what am I going to do? And George is like, oh, here's your here's your press. She opens it, and there's, like, 10,000 francs in her purse. And she's like, oh, I guess I forgot I went to the bank or whatever. <laughs> um, she's like, what's going on? So she's able to pay the amount. Yeah. And then Jack is like, oh, I'll take you home. Like, I'll take you home. Where are you staying? And she's like, I guess. And he's like, the Ritz. She's like, you're right. Um, so he, like, drives her to the Ritz. Um, and she's, like, freaking out. She's like, I don't even know what's going on. And she's like, okay, goodbye, right? Like, she's gonna, like, walk away. And he's like, no, my mother always told me to escort a woman, like, to her door or whatever. And so they get to the lobby. She's like, oh, you can go now. He's like, no, they said to your door. Um, and she's like, no, it's fine. And he, like, goes to the desk and asks for the key to Baron, like, Baroness Journey or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna get found out. But instead of, like, oh, Baroness Journey, yes, here's the key. And she's like, what's going on? He, like, takes her all the way up to the room. And, like, she unlocks the door, and he's, like, she's, like, bye! And he's, like, no nightcap. She's, like, no, my mother taught me some stuff, too, so, like, go away. Um, so he, like, leaves. 
And she, like, goes in there, and she's, like, super freaked out, and she thinks it's someone else's room, and she catches her, like, reflection in the mirror, and she, like, freaks out, and she realizes it's herself, and she's like, this is a big-ass suite, and she's like, you know, like, what's going on? Meanwhile, uh, Tibor, Cherny, whatever, he's looking for her, he's like, where, where did she go? Like, I have no idea where she is, so he gets this big idea, right, he's like, he's gonna create a pool, right? Everyone put in five francs. And whoever finds the girl Eve wins all the money, right? So he's uh-huh. getting all of the taxi drivers all of the taxi drivers involved, right? He's like, she doesn't have any money. She only has this sparkly dress, right? Like it's gonna be super easy to find her. But the quicker we all look for her, right, the quicker yeah. we can find her. Um, and Eve wakes up the next morning, and she is like, in this big fancy bed, and like the phone rings, and they're like, your luggage is here, and she's like, my luggage from Monte Carlo? Like, what are you talking about? And they, like, send up the, like, these two guys come up, you know, the bellboys or whatever, with, like, these big luggages and the big cases, and she's like, what is going on? They're like, do you want me to open it? She's like, uh, okay. So they open it, he's like, want me to unpack it? She's like, okay. They're like, unpacking it, all these, like, pretty gowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, your chauffeur wants to know if, um, if you like the car today, she's like, well, I wouldn't be surprised if I would need it, right? And so they, like, leave. And she's like, what the hell is going on? She, like, puts on a dress, like a nightgown or whatever. And that's when George comes up, the old guy. Yeah. And she's like, I should have known something was going on, right? Yeah. Um, and she's like, so what, you want me to be your mistress or whatever? Because he tells her, you know, the woman you met last night is my wife. Yeah. And um, he's just like, no listen, my wife and Jacques think they're in love, and last night, you know, Jacques was paying all this attention to you, and it was upsetting Helen, and I just mm-hmm. need them to break up, right? Like, I'm married to her, I love her, she's my wife. Yeah. Um, and George is like, I'll pay you very well, um, you get to keep all the stuff I'm giving you, and if you're really lucky, you might even get to marry Jack, right? Because he's, like, super rich, too. Yeah. So she's like, okay, yeah, sure. And so he's like, alright, here, take this, just want money, 50,000 francs, like, right away. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, and also, I'm inviting you to my house in Versailles for the weekend. It's going to be the same people from the bridge party, whatever. Just mm-hmm. do your magic, Jack, get Jack off of my wife, and we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacques, like, even sends her flowers the next morning. Um, and he, like, sends, like, something, like, beautiful and poetic. And uh, George is like, I'm a little upset. He just said it was nice to meet you to my wife when he sent her flowers. Um, <laughs> so she's, like, you know, in the car or whatever. And she's, like, going to go buy a hat. And she meets up. She ends up meeting the wife, Helen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, thank you for inviting me to your place in Versailles for the weekend. She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, your husband invited me, I'm so excited, and Jacques is there with Helen to buy a hat, and she's like, oh, I'm looking for, like, riding boots, you know where to go, and Jacques is like, it's down the corner, she's like, can you show me, so, like, she steals Jacques away, and Helen is, like, super upset, and she's like, does anyone know who this woman is, right, like, she just showed up out of nowhere, she's, like, super upset about it, uh-huh. um, um, but anyway, they're, like, driving through, you know, like, through town in their fancy car, and a taxi driver drives up next to it because it's, like, at a stoplight, and he, like, is mimicking the chauffeur, like, oh, look at this snooty guy. Um, but he overhears the conversation, and they say, like, Baron, Baroness Cherny or whatever, and he's like, Cherny? He's like, hey, um, 
So he like rams a car. They get into a car. And he's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. What's the name of the whatever, right? And he gets a good look at the lady. He's like, this has to be her. Yeah. That's the same name as the other taxi driver. Like yeah. she's like, you know. So he like goes back to the bar and the guy, Cherney, is like, he, the pool is way up. It's like 8,000 francs or something. He's like, everyone get in the pool, get in the pool, get in the pool. And the taxi driver comes in. He's like, have I got news for you? I found her. He's like, what? Where? 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 He's like, listen. Listen. Get me a drink. He's like, I don't, you don't need a drink. Just tell me. He's like, no, the drink is for you because you're not going to believe me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, she, you said she was poor. She had no money. Well, she is in a fancy clothes with a fancy driver and a big fancy car and she's staying at the Ritz. And the journey is like, you're right, I do need this drink. It's like, it's like what's going on? Um... So she goes out to Versailles for the weekend. Um, she like goes driving out with Jack, and of course Helen is um, like oh, the stupid guy, right? And she and Marcel are like, "You, we're gonna get to the bottom of this lady because we don't even know what's going on." Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, but at the um, at the hat place, mm -hmm. I haven't haberdasher or whatever she gets the uh the pawn ticket for the suitcase mm -hmm. she, she ends up sending for that suitcase so she can get it just to find out if that woman is actually the gate crasher right yeah um so like i said she goes out to the weekend and george is like very happy he's like you know just a couple more days of this you know this weekend and you've got it in the bag jack is half in love with you already and helen is super pissed off i'm pretty <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's relationship isn't gonna last right yeah um, so, da, 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 da. right, so the suitcase comes, and she and Marcel go looking through the suitcase, and they're like, there's nothing really obvious here, and like, oh, look at this picture that she has taped inside the suitcase. If you look really, really closely at the girl in the middle, it kind of looks like her, right? Like, yeah, it's probably her. She's just like a cheap showgirl, right? Like, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll reveal it at the party tonight, because they're having, like, a big party. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, uh... Cherney goes to the hotel and he's like, where's the Baroness Cherney, whatever. He's like, I can't tell you this. And he gets all the taxi drivers to like crowd the entire hotel so like no one can go in and out. Uh -huh. And like, he like, you know, is like signals to them and they all start beeping and honking and being a nuisance. <laughs> so finally they tell him where she is, right? Yeah. Um, so they're like having this big ball, this big party or whatever. And she's like the belle of the ball, quote unquote. You know, mm -hmm. Jacques is like wrapped around her finger. And, um, Hel uh, yeah, Helen and Marcel are ready to, like, um, reveal, like, she is the whatever. So, yeah. like, listen, everyone, we have big news, big news. Um, and as they're about to announce this, who shows up but Baron Cherney? And it is the taxi driver. He, like, rented a suit. He, like, shows up in his taxi. Yeah. <laughs> The guy, like, the, you know, the doorman is yeah. trying to open the door. He comes out through the front. He's like, park it or whatever. And he's, like, <laughs> in a rented suit. And he's like, ah, oh, it's the Baron. Everyone's like, oh, it's the Baron. And um, he's like, oh, my beautiful wife. Like, it's so good to see you. And she's, like, so upset. She's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? He's like, what are you talking about, my beautiful wife? <laughs> um, and... Helen is like, well, obviously those two are totally in love with each other. It has to be the Baron, mm -hmm. right? And Marcel's like, well, you don't know. She's like, no, 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 it's true, right? Um, and But Jacques is now, like, super jealous. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, I was super, like, and he knew she was married because she'd talk about how she was yeah. married or whatever. Um, 
So he was like, no, I'm going to steal her from him or whatever. <laughs> um, so that night, they, the, they're like, oh, this is your room, right? Like the churnies mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're like in the room together and Tibor is, he like gets upset at her because she's like having this quote unquote affair with Jacques. You know, and he's like, oh, you just want the money, whatever. It's like, no, it's, uh, no, I don't need the money. If I want to be, I want to be with you, we can just live poorly, whatever. He's like, you're just saying that. So they get this big fight and they get upset. Despite the fact that they both want the same thing now. Yeah. Um, and she's like, why is he, like, being so stupid? She's like, well, you lost your chance. Now I'm going to go even harder for Jack, right? And yeah. He's like, whatever. I don't even care anymore. Oh, my God. Um. So the next morning, they're like, oh, that was such a great party, everybody. <laughs> they're like, it was a great party. Um, and they're, like, having breakfast, and uh, Cherney comes down. He's like, oh, no, our daughter is sick. She has, like, the measles or something. And everyone's like, you have a daughter? You didn't even mention her. And she's like, oh, yeah. Um so he's like, oh, we need to call her. They're like, the measles isn't even serious anymore. They're like, no, we need to call her. She's dying. <laughs> so they're like, okay, so they, they, they call, right? And they're like, oh, no, my poor little Franny or whatever her name is, Francie. They're like, oh, no, are you okay? It's like, okay. And, like, on the other line is is uh, George. He's just like, oh, mama, papa, I love you. And... Uh, and she's like, oh, he wants to talk to you. She wants to talk to you, honey. He's like, who is it? And it's like the guy. She's making all these. And he's like, what is going on? And he's like, fine, whatever. She's like, oh, you know what? Your mother said she's doing so much better. We don't need to. We don't need to go back to Hungary or whatever. We can just stay here. Uh-huh. Um, and so he gets upset and he goes back to the room. And, uh, and she, like, sees him. He, like, changes out of his fancy clothes, and he's, like, just back in his taxi outfit, and he, like, puts on his hand, and he, like, gives her a dirty look from the balcony. And so then she's, like, everybody needs to tell you the truth. Actually, we don't have a daughter. And they're, like, what? (laughs) She's, like, yes, my husband comes from an eccentric family. I didn't realize it, but he's a kind of crazy or whatever, right? Like, he's always saying things, right? He's always coming up with random things. One time, he thought I was a spy. He tried to kill me. Oh, you know, God. Him, he, like, he makes up things. He just has bursts and moments where he's very normal and other times where he's just insane. Uh-huh. Um, so he comes back down, dresses as a taxi driver. He's like, everybody, I'm not a taxi driver, and that's not my wife. And everyone's like, of course, uh-huh. And he's like, no, you don't understand. So they're all, like, trying to humor him, and he gets super upset, and they get into this big fight. Um, and Shock is like, that's it, you're gonna divorce this man and you're gonna marry me, right? So, um, and Turney's like, I don't know what you're gonna do because you're not even married to me. <laughs> um, so it all ends up in divorce court. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we go to divorce court. Oh my we're god. We're going to, yeah, they're, they appear in court for a sham divorce, basically. And Tibor is like super angry with her. Um, and, George is like, she's like super freaked out. She's like, he's not gonna, he's gonna be fighting me the entire time, especially since yeah. it's fake. And he already knows that, like, I'm a gold digger, so, like, he's even angrier. Yeah. You know? And George is like, don't worry, you know, when I, I talked to him when we were in the elevator, I offered him money to, you know, get this over with, and she was like, you don't understand, he doesn't like money, he doesn't care about money, it's not gonna work. Um, 
So they're there and they're talking. And they get, like, the roughest judge, right? The judge yeah. that is, like, mean to everyone and never gives anyone any a divorce, right? Yeah. So he's like, you all think that, th- like, marriage is a game and divorce is so easy. This isn't America. Um... <laughs> Um, so they go up next, and she was talking about, like, you know, my my husband, he he mistreats me or whatever. He's like, everyone says their husband mistreats them, right? Like, what could possibly be wrong? And she's like, you know, and all the time that we've been together, he never once told me he loved me. I do everything for him. I try everything, you know, to be with him. I tell him I'll give up everything for him, and he doesn't even Aww. care. And every time, if I tell him he loves me, when I tell him... You know, I love him. He just says, well, good for you or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And the the judge is, like, super moved by this. And he's like, you know what? This is the first time I've ever had a really good reason for anyone to get a divorce. And he's like, but unfortunately, according to French law, you guys need to, like, have a quote-unquote, like, talk it out yeah, like, 15 minutes. So, like, just go to, like, the next room. Yeah. And he's like, oh, to the husband, do you have anything to say? And he's like, no, I don't have anything to say. So they go to, like, the thing, and she's in the room, and she's so mad. She's like, I can't believe you're just going to let us get a divorce like this. He's like, isn't this what you wanted? Um, oh, my God. But before they left, he want, he asked for, like, a glass of water. Yeah. So he's in there, and he's like, oh, I love my glass of water outside. And he, like, starts putting shaving cream on his face. Yeah. And so he, like, goes outside, he gets a glass of water, and he comes back into the room. And everyone's like, what is he doing? And he's, like, starting to shave. And, um, he, like, goes back out there for something, and people are like, what are you doing? And he, like, starts acting a little, like, crazy, basically. Yeah. Um, and the judge is like, hold on a minute. This guy is crazy? He's like, and you're trying to abandon him when he's mentally unwell? (laughs) Like, you will not, you tried to trick me. You're not gonna get a divorce from this woman, this man. Don't even try to get a divorce from this man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, so he's like, you guys have been denied a divorce. You can't get a divorce or whatever. And then Chuck is like, it's okay. We'll go everywhere. We'll try everywhere to get you divorced. And she's like, Eve is like, don't, you know, you don't really love me. <laughs> like I'm, if anything, you have such a playboy life. I would just, you know, slow you down and hold you back and yeah. we would be unhappy in marriage. Um, he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. So he, like, leaves super happy. And, um, and George is like, well, Helen, you know, he's really determined to marry, Jack is really determined to marry, you know, Matt Baroness Journey or whatever. And she's like, you know, I'm kind of over it already. So George is happy because his wife yeah. is over Jacques. Um, and so Eve and Journey are like, oh... You know, right there at the end. She's like, I can't believe you did that. He was like, well, I wasn't going to get a divorce from my wife. Um, and he's like, will you marry, basically? And she's like, yes, of course I'll marry you. So as they're leaving, they're, like, happily, like, linked in arms. And the uh, judge is, like, walking away. He's like, oh, where are you two going? They're like, we're going to go get married. And he was looks at them like, what? <laughs> um, and that's that's the movie. Wow. That's been night. What, <laughs> what do you think? I could not have thought Guess of any of that. Things? I can't believe they went to divorce court. <laughs> I can't believe they went all the way to divorce court. For a fake divorce. That's so funny. Um, it's interesting, the whole, like, she's a gold digger, 
and he thinks that's like such a bad thing they should marry for love but also she's such a terrible gold digger she's not good at it she's she's really bad at it and when she has money she loses it immediately well i think it's like like the idea of what she needs versus what she wants right? exactly like she wants money but she you know she just yeah. needs like someone good someone who's good to her and like treats her well basically. yeah because because she's scared of like if she thinks her parents had an unhappy marriage because of finances, and certainly finances can make problems worse. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately, what she really—it's like what you were saying. I think mm-hmm. the things are consistent with the character. It's just interesting how negative they are towards someone who is a gold digger. I'm sitting here like my guy, Cherney. Don't you realize if you put a hundred percent support behind this woman? in her scam where she's about to like get a ton of money that and she's going to marry a playboy who is probably going to be totally fine with like an open marriage just in general that you could just collect an allowance through her shenanigans and like he doesn't care about money but she does so it's like, why doesn't he like be like, okay, I can like have her, and we're actually together, but she can still have money because and... both men were extremely jealous of each other. Oh well, counseling, um... counseling. Y'all should just been open relationship, and this would have solved all your problems. That's what I'm saying. Then you'll have like, no. I know and... that is what you're saying. It's not what it... I'm saying. It... I think it... she chose correctly because Donamichi is a gorgeous. So... <laughs> Well, it's, like, on one hand, it's, like, yeah, what she needed was, you know, someone who actually loved her. But this guy also, like, only knew her for, like, two days, and his main reason of why she wanted to love her is because she was hot. He didn't really like any aspect of her personality. The biggest... Yeah. No. Mm. No. Cherny. Because Mm. he, like... The the main thing her personality that I'm getting from what you're telling me is that she wants money, and he hates that about her. He just thinks oh, she's I hot. Mean, they had like a good like repertoire, chemistry. like a good all the yeah chemistry repertoire. Um, yeah, but that but that can only go so far. So in no, a way, yeah, 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 she's yeah. correct because finances <laughs> can ruin a marriage. It doesn't matter how good your rapport is. I'm like, she just wants some financial stability. Although on the other hand, he seems pretty financially stable. He's just poor. So yeah, a, like he's not gonna aim for something higher. Like that's yeah. his thing. And like he's, at the end of the movie, he's she's like, "We'll survive on the forty francs a day." He's like, "No, I'll make as however much money you want me to make." So well, like it is a compromise, right? Like she's willing to be poor. He's like, "I will. I'm willing to make money." So but we'll that's what I'm middle, saying. We'll meet in the middle, and we'll become middle class. If they're gonna be in the middle, he should have just let her be like this gold digging whatever mistress to someone, have a sugar daddy, and then both of them can live off the sugar daddy's salary. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting um, seeing kind of because this is an older movie, seeing kind of the older attitudes, especially they're still in like they're kind of right off the heels of the depression with this one, so it's interesting the attitude towards someone who is concerned about money and all that although maybe it's more accurate to say that it's more of a classism thing she seems to want to be part of the upper class echelon and he's clearly more of a blue collar working class guy so Mm -hmm. that kind of thing i can kind of buy into more but 
Yeah, so maybe that's the take that they're going for rather than this woman just wants money and because she's materialistic, she is therefore bad um, or that's her flaw or something, which is a bit more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A bit, bit less of a moral that I can get behind, especially considering the lack of financial independence a lot of women had back then, but... Also, I think when I look at her face and her makeup and her dressing style, I see, like, a lot of how that influences, like, drag queens. Like, I look at her and I'm like, I've seen, like, this I've outfit seen this and this before. makeup, like, on a drag queen before, like, 100%. So, I don't know if they're referencing that movie or just this era of, like, old Hollywood 1930s, whatever. It's, it's, it's gonna be the era. Yeah. Because that's how, like, they all have, like, that really thin eyebrows, like, yeah. makeup, like, hot, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, because eyebrows are thin and very high on the face yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, half-lidded and the hooded dress and all that. So I was like, oh, I'm seeing a lot of, like, I'm finding the source of the references and all that. Yeah. But it seems fun and cute and silly, so... It is. Yeah. I mean, it's a screwball yeah. comedy. Um... But yeah, it's just really fun because these two are just trying to, like, get at each other, right? Like, they're both trying to prove each other wrong right yeah like she's like i can be rich and i can like make it like my way of life is better and he's like no i can make it this is my way of life and let me show you how dumb your way of life is right yeah so it's so i think that's you know a and then like the irony too right like she like all this good stuff is happening to her and she is literally like what's the catch right like i know that this isn't for free like what's going on and even like when she's like with Jacques, she's like someone's gonna find me out right like she knows that it's totally fake and she's prepared for like you know yeah she doesn't even like fully (coughs) revel yeah she doesn't really enjoy it because she's like concerned the entire time yeah yeah and i think there's just something funny about her who has literally zilch no money being like i can't live with you you're too poor for me it's like bitch you have i'm i have more to my assets than you do (laughs) no yeah he's literally like i think he literally is like you have nothing i at least have like a house and (laughs) a taxi car and (laughs) i just drove you around for free and you have the idea yeah so it's i think if i look at it through like a class lens versus like actual material wealth lens then Mm -hmm. it makes more sense to me commentary wise and moral wise so it's just interesting comparing it to today where like so much is like get that bag get that coin like marry rich or whatever right like everyone's like yeah just do it for the money kind of thing like mm-hmm. don't marry for love just marry like some whatever guy you can tolerate if he's rich right like i'm looking for a rich man with a boat kind of jokes that are going around a lot because it's like working sucks um yeah it also reminds me of Hades Town, just because the couples the reason why they struggled was finances because he was a struggling artist and she was like i literally we don't have any food so but this guy has like food so it's literally just he's just lower he's just working class so Mm -hmm. yeah interesting all right i think i would rate this movie 
Mentally, I'm kind of thinking four out of five, which is a bit of a higher oh. rating than I would give a movie that I haven't oh seen. Oh my goodness. I know. But I think it's because so much of the story I've never heard before just from my experience in like a movie right like they go to divorce court but it's fake divorce court he I mean, it's pre- real divorce court but it's a fake divorce yeah 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 exactly he's like pretend he the whole her lying about him being crazy and they she just admits the daughter's fake like five minutes after the phone conversation <laughs> and then like he convinces the judge to not let her divorce by showing himself as like mentally incapable of living without her or whatever yeah like using her own lie against her yeah just there's a lot there that i'm like oh and then that the that the wife is like oh no she's obviously the baron i'm not even i've never seen apparently no one's seen the baron charney before because no 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 because george says like oh i know baron charney right so when he shows up he's like oh it's the baron so i was like well my husband knows who the Baron is, and if yeah. he knows the Baron, he obviously knows, like, and that's yeah. obviously his wife, like, obviously that's the Baroness. Yeah. And, like, that picture is just, you know, happens and Like, it just so happens to look like the Baroness, but it's yeah. not her. This is just some cheap floozy, you know? Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> I also just find something so amusing about a couple where the wife is so clearly, blatantly having an affair... <laughs> And the husband not only knows, but interacts with the man she's having an affair with. Yeah. And, like, isn't trying to kill him or anything. He's just like, I know this is going on and I I need to find, like, nothing I've done. Like, she knows I know. I know she knows I know. Like, everyone knows. He knows that I know, that we all know. The the gay best friend knows. Everyone in this group knows. It's like everyone knows. So he's like, I, I'm losing my wife. I need to, like, it, I find something just so funny about uh-huh. that because usually, like, nowadays affairs are kind of, like, more secret. Like, I don't think I've ever seen, or maybe I have, but I can't think of many examples where, like, they know in such an obvious open way because it's mm-hmm. usually so secret. Like, she's just, like, they're playing bridge together. Mm-hmm. Like, and he knows they're playing bridge together. They go to the same events. Um... So that there's there's a lot here that I'm just like, oh, this is pretty novel. It's like different, uh-huh. especially for like a older film, and it's interesting. I haven't seen a lot of that continued. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just haven't seen enough movies, but maybe. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think this movie was very popular when it came out. Even now, it's not. Yeah, well, maybe it's not it very well known. Um, like it still feels very original mm-hmm. I guess is my thing it feels very like there's a lot of it that is predictable like the story like the general conflict um, and all that I was right in that the characters needs were going to be in conflict with each other oh that's every movie <laughs> I was still right <laughs> Okay, so this movie was remade in 1945 with Dorothy Lamar, Colin Masquerade in Mexico. And in 2007, Universal Studios wanted to remake it to be shot in 2010 with Reese Witherspoon in the lead role, but it never, it never went into production. I don't know how that movie would go over today. 
I mean, they probably have to change a bunch of stuff. I don't think it would be that... Mm, well, I think today, today, like right now, I was going to say like in 2010, I think it would have been fine. I, but yeah, like today... Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I think if they were going to remake it, they should still keep it set in the 30s. Mm, just keep it the same? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, I, yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't be bad. I mean, it makes more sense... Because, like, the trouble with today, right, like, with social media, like, everyone knows everyone, your picture is everywhere, you're all connected to everything, right? Like, yeah. if you're like, oh, who's this woman? Let me look her up, let me Google her, let me check to see if she has whatever. Exactly. Like, it'd be much harder, you know, to fake unless, it. Unless she, like, literally had zero social media presence, which would be a gag for the wife to be like, what do you, like, she's not on anything. <laughs> like, what do you mean she's not anything? Like, she's not on fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be funny, like, just, like, a quick way to get around it. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be, like, the Barons or anything, but she is, um... Oh, yeah. Like, she's trying to be, like, an influencer or something, you know? So yeah. she doesn't have a lot of followers or whatever. And yeah. it just seems like a super small thing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, like the picture, right, in the suitcase, where, like, oh, it's definitely here. No, it's not her. Like, it doesn't look like her. It's whatever. Um, she just has a private Instagram account, so you can't Yeah, see it's, her. like, locked. And they're, like, <laughs> trying to look at the profile. But, you know, they click on it, but it's, like, blurry. You can't really see it. They're trying to zoom in. Like, no, it's her. It's her. No, it's not her. It's not her. Like, if she's just face-tuned, like, and she's, like, face-tuned her face or whatever. So, like, uh-huh. is it her? I can't tell. Okay, maybe it could work modern day then. Because, again, mm-hmm. there is a lot of, like, stuff around gold digging now. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like gold digging now is kind of more seen in a positive or rather neutral light versus, mm-hmm. like, totally negative. Um, so that could be interesting. But I wonder what moral or direction they would go in. Because, again, today, I feel like the smart thing to do, it's it's kind of like that joke about, like, oh, yeah, I'm dating some girl who's on OnlyFans. And people are like, oh, how do you like, like, knowing that guys are buying pictures of your girlfriend and then the boyfriend's like, well, it paid for our date night last night, so, like, I don't care. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'd love to see something kind of go in that direction, but I don't know how... I feel like this movie could go that way. It just would definitely be more of like a different interpretation, I guess, of the initial conflict. Mm-hmm. So, I don't there's, know. There's there's a movie I really want to see a remake for, but I know it can never be remade. Um, it's called The Major and the Minor. I love this movie. This movie's I love this movie. You're gonna I've be heard like, of this movie. You're gonna be aghast when I tell you the plot of the movie. So this grown woman, and you've probably seen me watch this movie, Can't doesn't have enough money for a full price ticket, so she disguises herself as a kid to get the kid price ticket on the train. Uh-huh. Um, and everyone on the train is, like, the, like, engineer is like, you're, you cannot be 12 years old. You look, you look too grown, you look too big. And she's like, no, I'm 12 years old. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> and, um, like, no, that's not possible. Anyway, she gets found out, and she, like, runs away, and she, like, ends up in the private car of this major who who doesn't have really good eyesight, um, and 
he's like, oh, this poor kid got lost in my train car. Like, what are you going to do? And she's like, oh, no, I was feeling sick or whatever. Anyway, he ends up taking her, because he, like, a major, he works at, like, a, uh, <laughs> an acad- like a military academy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you're lost. You don't have enough money. The train got stuck or whatever. He's like, you'll just stay with me at the academy, and mm-hmm. we'll send you home, like, the next day when the trains have cleared or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, his fiance thinks she's a grown woman. He's like, no, it's a kid. She's like, oh, it's a kid or whatever. <laughs> she's, like, disguising herself as his kid, and she's falling in love with him. And he's like, if you were an adult, <laughs> if only I was, like, 20 years younger or whatever. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, like, it's kind of bad. Um, at the end, they do end up together. Um, like, he doesn't even know that she's this kid this entire movie. And he just, like, treats her like he would, like, a, like a kid. Mm-hmm. But there's something, like, a little weird about her that he just, like, doesn't, like, he is a little freaked out by that. <laughs> It's, it's really dumb. It's strange it's, he would say things like that because it doesn't say like like but yeah, it is kind of weird. Um, it's like weird. Like if if that actually happened in real life, we would. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this movie could not be remade, but I think it would be hilarious to see in a modern setting. <laughs> but yeah, it's very problematic in that way because it's like Ew. yeah. Well, no, I mean, because, like, she's getting hit on by all these, like, 13-year-old boys. Yeah. Um, And he, like, brings her up to his office. He's like, we need to have a talk. He's like, so you're, like, a light bulb. She's like, I'm, like, a light bulb? He's like, yeah, you're a light bulb. And all the moths are attracted to light bulb. And you just have to make yourself a little bit dimmer. (laughs) Like, he's, like, you know, like, he just, he's, like, being, it's really dumb. I love this movie. But, um, it, uh, it should not be remade, but I want to remake, I want to write the remake. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they made Big, which is arguably worse, because that's an actual child in an adult body, versus an adult pretending to be a child. Well, there's also, they made The Orphan. I don't know what that is. That's a horror movie where, like. Uh, they adopt this 13-year-old girl, but the 13-year-old girl is actually, like, a 30-year-old woman with, like, a puberty pituitary uh, disease or disorder, so she looks like a child. Um, yeah, but she's, like, actually 30, so. Yeah. What would you rate this movie, Monzi? I'd rate this movie five out of five. Five out of five. Every time I watch it, I have a good time. <laughs> uh, this was the first movie I ever watched, and then immediately watched it again. Wow. I, like, watched the movie, and was like, what did I just watch? Like, I don't know what it was about this movie that I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I want to watch this again. And I just pressed play again, like, on the menu, and I just rewatched it again. I just think it's really funny. Like, I, I think it's really, really funny. I think it's hilarious. Um, and I just love, like, funny circumstances. I love things, yeah. you know. I love when people disguise themselves as something else. I like when people pretend to be other people. I, you know, like, she's going, like, she's going on this whole scam. And he's going on his own scam. And the two scams meet, and then they have to make a new scam together. Like, I think that's 
hilarious. Like, that to me is, yeah. like, so funny. And that's what I love about, like, old movies, that they always have, like, the weirdest, like, premise. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. there's this other movie with also Cla- Claude Colbert. Um, what happens in this movie? Oh, James Stewart is in it, and he's, I forgot the name of the movie, and he is, like, looking for this guy who killed, because he's a private detective, like, his, um, his customer's wife or whatever, because they think he did. He's like, I'm gonna find out who killed him, find out who killed her, so he, like, goes on this thing, and he runs into her, and then he has this guy himself with someone else, because they think that maybe he's involved with the murder, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm just, you know, and it's like, what is going on? Like, what, why is this happening? Like, this doesn't need to be this complicated. Like, oh, hi. And he, like, disguises himself as, like, a, a Boy Scout troop leader. And he's wearing, like, these stupid big glasses and this big clothes because he, like, stole them from somebody. <laughs> like, it's so, like, unnecessary. And then he goes undercover as well, like, as an actor in this, like, local play like why did we get here like why are we here you know what it is these movies run like a D campaign yeah where no one has a brain cell and they're just like you you know what would be a good idea if 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 i also came in dressed as the <laughs> or if I dressed up as this, or if I whatever, or like you receive a large sum of money, what do you do? I blow it all in Monte Carlo. Like that's mm. how it feels. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of these movies are just like fun, right? Like they're yeah. not. They're just like we're gonna have a good time, and that's yeah. what we're gonna give you. Um, I just also, I, like. I just also really like that George has come up with this brilliant win-win situation. <laughs> Yeah. Where he's like, you get this rich man and I'll get my wife. Exactly. I'm like, like wow. I will literally give you as much money as you want. I literally don't care. I just want my wife. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, money is nothing to me. And then he's even like, I'll pay you until you get the man. And then you will also marry like a rich guy and have a bunch of money. Like there's literally no lose yeah, scenario. No lose here. situation. There's no way you can lose. And she lost. <laughs> I mean, monetarily she lost. Well, even then, she, she, still, she still won in the end because he still, like, got his wife back and then she found true love. Yeah. And they're, she's going to get a little more money. But, yeah. Everyone's happy in the end. Yes. As it should be. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. All right. So, Mazi, where can they find us? Oh, my God. Where can they find us? You guys can find us on Twitter. Sometimes I try to be real good about being active on there, but I'm not sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we at Don't Watch Movies on Twitter, uh-huh. right? You can find me on Twitter at Ma- Ma- Magic Monster. I forgot the name of my... <laughs> what about you, Kareen? I'm a mess today. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Korean is Korean. I almost said dot com, but I do have a website. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for listening. Um, let us know what 1930s movie you like, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.